0: Having someone that actually cares, (laughs) that actually wants to help you, that is going to take the time, you know, and have that patience to really walk you through the the process and really educate you along the way so that you are making an informed decision.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, who is the founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. I am incredibly pleased to have on another one of my clubhouse buddies, Tamika Franklin. Tamika, thank you for joining me today.
0: Thank you, Ruthie.
1: Yes, I I talked to Tamika and a few other folks in uh, a clubhouse room almost every single day, and I just knew I had to have her on the podcast because she is a font of information about an area of business that I can admit that I don't know very well. See, I know what I know. And I am also aware of some of the things I don't know. But let me tell you a little bit about Tamika so you can understand exactly what it is we'll be talking about today and, and exactly where her expertise lies, but also where her passion lies. So Tamika is the founder of Precision Franchise LLC, and she focuses on guiding aspiring entrepreneurs in owning proven model businesses. So she has access to over 3500 franchise businesses and opportunities. And she provides one-to-one consultations to determine the best business model for her clients' lifestyles and goals. And she helps prepare them with introductions to the franchisors. And she's going to tell us more about this. But one day, she realized that no one she knew personally was actually familiar with the path of business, this particular path of business and ownership, and she didn't understand why. And so one of the big reasons is that there aren't many people who look like us actually educating our communities on this particular path to business ownership. So this is what made her passionate to become visible in the space and to bring this knowledge to women and other people of color because we only make up 28% of the franchise industry. So she helps them understand that owning a franchise and and other types of proven business models is well within their grasp And this is what she helps them do. So again, Tamika, thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for bringing this information to the Defiant Business Podcast.
0: Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I'm really happy about that.
1: And so I will say that that was absolutely something that caught my attention, uh, because like I said, I've, I've heard you talk about this on clubhouse is, you know, we make up as, as people of color, we make up a very small segment of industry and imagine, you know, just looking at the numbers, women also, you know, making Mm -hmm. up as a separate intersectionality, making up an even smaller number of the industry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But can you tell us a little bit more about what that journey was like for you from like, you know, kind of getting to that realization to actually being like, Hey, I can make my own business out of helping people uh, become business owners with these proven models?
0: Well, I have first been introduced um, to the franchise industry um, by chance. So many years ago, I was in the insurance industry actually, and I was part of a chamber of commerce and they usually have different presentations or different events going on there. And one in particular was was about franchises. And when I heard some of the highlights, particularly the you know the one that definitely had to be like wait come again (laughs) was when they said that franchises has a 90 percent success rate and Mm -hmm. yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know and i'm sitting here like wait a minute i know that and i'm sure you've heard it i mean we've all heard you know the statistics okay 50% 50% of all small businesses fail within the first, you know, five years or whatever. We, yep. We've we heard that over and over again. We, it's like second nature. We already know this. So mm-hmm. when I heard 90%, you know, I kind of just kind of did the like, wait, wait, I know I'm not that great in math, but uh, carry the two. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's significant. <laughs> I think that's significant. So, you know, I definitely kind of honed in. And then the next thing when they said that it was that there were also a huge percentage of franchises that are under, that you can own for under Mm 50,000 as an investment, that was another thing. Cause I'm like, well, you know, when you think of franchises, you think of, you know, big, large, you're not, you're not thinking of just many small businesses. You're thinking of like this huge, large entity that is kind of untouchable, like, you know, like McDonald's and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So knowing those statistics, it definitely caught my attention. And I just kind of honed in on a little bit, got a little bit involved as far as just, you know, me just being fascinated by it. But then I came to realization that it's like, wait a minute, how come this is the first time I'm hearing about it? And, you know, no one else is really talking about it. You know, as an insurance agent, as someone that goes to different networking events, et cetera, I mean, I'm pretty sure, Ruthie, if you've ever been in a networking event, if you've been to multiple, you know, I'm pretty sure you can, you, you can say, I have run into real estate agents. Yep. I run into insurance agents, mortgage brokers, like these, the, the staple. You're going to always see them. When have you run into somebody that can sell you a franchise that can introduce you? I You don't do that. So I'm like, well, Mm-mm. where are they? So that's when I realized, like, wait, there's definitely, you know, a gap here. and And I realized like, okay, the reason why is because there's, no one that really looks like me. I haven't really, there's not many people that looks like me that are doing it. And, you know, so I think that that plays a major role into the fact that we just don't know what we don't know. And, you know, it's not a, a need to go out into the community because, right. they, you know, at this point, it's like they have their demographics and they purchase their leads and that's it. So it kind of stays where it's at. So mm-hmm. I then became passionate about, you know what? I love I love the whole idea of this business. I think that we should know more um about this industry and that there's definitely room um for us to be there We just need someone that cares enough to go into our community and tell us so that's where I come in. <laughs>
1: I like that. And actually, you you highlighted an interesting point, right? It's not that they're necessarily excluding certain types of people from being there, but over time, history has shown them, albeit, you know, history with its own natural barriers to certain groups. But history has shown them that this particular, these particular demographics, psychographics, these are the people who tend to own franchises. And it sounds to me like maybe the you know, the powers that be who who are <laughs> like, hey, these are the what we should target haven't necessarily considered why those particular demographic segments are the people who buy. Not considering, you know, a lot of the change that we've experienced, you know, in the last even seventy, you know, fifty to seventy years. And I mean, for them, it's also potentially right, like a missed opportunity, just because they've gotten used to doing what they do, and and that's how they do it the end.
0: You right? know what when you said that it actually reminds me that yeah another another point to make is that it is largely you know pretty much older white men. <laughs> yep. You know they're stuck in their ways and that is the majority of the business uh, especially you know, people that's actually in my role that's doing what I'm doing, it's normally like oh, old white man. That's just what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and that's just a natural human thing. We tend to flock to people who have things in common with us. And, you know, some of the first things that we notice are, are what's on the outside, right? So I, I think that what you're doing here, there's a ton of opportunity, especially as more people in in the in our communities are are opening up and realizing, Hey, like I can do more, I can do things differently. There are other ways I can support my community. And I see a lot of potential there with, with the franchises, you know, like, Hey, this is the community I live in and I can open a franchise here and, and that's jobs for here. And that's, you know, income and revenue, you know, going in and out of, of our community here. And that's just something that, you know, I think a lot of, um, A lot of marginalized communities have been talking about a lot more and I know just from experience, you know, just listening and and being a part of those conversations within the black community. That's what we talk about is keeping the dollar right in our communities. And I think that's just it's a that's that's just amazing work.
0: And bringing different types of businesses, right? Bringing, you know. Some serious business that's going to provide impact that, and then you touched on it, you know, provide the jobs and the education and, you know, and things that's needed for lucrative businesses that's going to last. Like, you know, I thought about all of that as well. It's like, you know, it's not just about, you know, selling a franchise, like, you know, I'm literally could be impacting communities and that's, you know, that's what I'm passionate about.
1: Yes. And I think that's, that's just an example of what it looks like when you take something, right? Like it's not, you're not, you're not running a nonprofit. You're not, you're not running a charity, but you're taking something that's a for-profit business model But your vision adds so much more to it. And when I hear you talk about it, I think that that's what comes through are these different elements of your vision. And that's, you know, that's for me, that's where I feel like your passion really comes from. You have this vision and this, you know, look at, okay, let's look at impacting communities and, and changing people's lives. Right. And, and it just, it comes through so much. So. Okay. So, so we're talking about this and we've, we've already kind of talked about one of the the things that can get in the way. It's like, or two of the things that get in the way, right? So people who typically are looking for other folks who want to own franchises, they may not necessarily be looking at, at our communities. Right. And then also (laughs) we don't know what we don't know, but are there any other common hurdles to going from like the idea of owning to
0: actually owning that you can think of? I think that even when you, you know, let's say you, you thought about like, you know what, let me check out this franchise or whatever, because you see that, I don't know, Hey, they look like they're doing well. They got a line, which is a terrible way to judge whether that you should own, (laughs) but but it's like, they always have a line. must be great to own. So they, (laughs) (laughs) so they go ahead and they put in a search. What often happens is they, they're going down a rabbit hole, right? They put in a mm-hmm. search for one specific brand or one specific industry. They get bombarded with stuff or um, they fill out something and then they don't get followed up with. And a lot of times that's simply because it probably landed on that particular brand's, I guess, rep or development person that, you know, took a quick look and said, nope, didn't check off these three boxes. So I'm moving on. and you know and then so it's like you never get followed up with so it's like just kind of like all right well forget it you know or you just get a whole bunch of just stuff and you might be looking at you know a bunch of stuff that you absolutely don't want to do <laughs> you mm-hmm. know and and you know so then that so then that's a problem as well also just you know i think that it's just the thought of it being such a big thing you really think that it is you know something that's out of your reach so you don't even bother you don't bother because you think that, you know, you need at least a million dollars, you know, yeah. and I don't have money for that. Or what what, what type of funding am I going to get? You know, the type of support. How am I going to do that? And I can't own something like that. I got, you know, five kids, you, you know. So it's right. like you're already kind of canceling yourself out before having, like, the full knowledge being able to own. So I think a combination of those things are very, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we We
1: got to be careful about that habit of counting ourselves out. Absolutely. That's a really good point. Because if if you do that, like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You don't even, if you don't even try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I like that one too. (laughs) You miss miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. Yeah, like you didn't take
1: them. Right. You have to live with the regret because you know what will happen is you won't take it in real life, but you will take it over and over and over in your mind. You will it'll be 10 years later and you will still be taking that shot in your mind, asking the what if I had? (laughs) And that's like, oh, how do you it's hard to get rid of what ifs, right? Like it's hard to carry those around. You know, you really have you have to go through some work to make your peace with those what ifs, right? I feel like we all have them. But you really have to make your peace with those. And I don't want something like business ownership, right? To be one of those. You don't want that. You don't want that. It it is way better to just know. Go through the process, find out and know. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'd like to, and I feel like we, we touched on it a bit, but I'd like to know as we close out this first episode with you, what makes, we're here on the Defiant Business Podcast. What makes your business defiant? What does that mean to you?
0: Having someone that actually cares, (laughs) that actually wants to help you, that is going to take the time, you know, and has that patience to really walk you through the the process and really educate you along the way so that you are making an informed decision. And the reason why I'm saying that is because just being in this industry, you see a lot and and then I tell you, I just had a situation where it was beyond frustrating to me because, you know, here it is. I'm, you know, talking about this mission, talking about what it is I'm trying to do for the community. And, you know, this other person is, you know, he's focused on leads and I'm focused on the mission. You know what I mean? And some of the things you'll be shocked at some of the things that are said <laughs> in mm-hmm. these conversations where it's like. What? No, like it's 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 joy, to be honest. So, you know, to have someone, again, that cares enough that it doesn't matter that I'm giving a free webinar because it's not about turning a buck. (laughs) It's about bringing awareness, you know, and I will be more than happy to come to someone's seminar, you know, to discuss this and to, you know, without me thinking, well, what's my return you know, you know, it's more than that. So that's the person that you're going to get when you you reach out to Precision franchise.
1: And that is the type of person that I think everybody deserves. So you hit the nail on the head. So thank you so much for that. And for anybody who does have any additional questions, or you want to stay connected with Tamika, like we've got the the social links there in the show notes as well. And we will actually, we'll give you another opportunity to hear from her next week. We're going to be taking a different look at some franchise opportunities, the franchise opportunities that you might not necessarily expect to be franchise opportunities. So this was your opportunity to learn a bit more about her story. And next week, we're going to get the advantage of just a little bit of her expertise, as much expertise as we can fit into one of our short episodes. So Tamika, again, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, and I cannot wait for next week's episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.